Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Five? Well, that's got to be a quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he is cute. Oh, that's, uh... Oh! Adrian Peterson. 100%. Uh, <laughs> Adam Thielen. Is that him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. Then we get rid of him. He's the cutest. That's Diggs. Minnesota Miracle right there. What a woman. <laughs> what? What? Where, who is that? I saw that going viral yesterday. I think it's just a TikTok that, that uh, some loyal Vikings fan <laughs> was interviewing her aunt. And uh, she clearly is very passionate about the purple. Her beloved aunt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is did you get it yes you get it you get it yes uh this is purple daily phil Mackey, <laughs> oh phil Mackey, judd zolgad our executive producer declan goff and purple daily is daily vikings entertainment presented by tcl enjoy more of what you love with tcl and uh, boys we're counting it down here we are less than a week away from vikings training camp We've been we've had Judd tell training camp stories throughout the last few weeks. We've done some preview stuff, more preview stuff early next week. Uh, but every day starting today and going through the middle part of next week, Judd Zolgad on scorenorth.com is examining a key topic or situation and doing a deep dive, leading you guys up. So if you're not already a frequent visitor of scorenorth.com or the Scorenorth app, which is free to download, um, you should get on that so you can read Judd's stuff. But let's dive into the first. You wrote about this. It's posted right now. Um, the Vikings don't have any career NFL snaps behind Kirk Cousins right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. How much of a problem do you think that is? How risky well, do you think that is? Well, let me say this, too. This series of seven pieces that's going to go through next Tuesday and training camp begins on Wednesday. This series stays with the purple daily mission of we want to see a Super Bowl here and expectations are high. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some of this is going to be good. I'm going to write, I think today about the return of Daniil Hunter, what that means to the pass rush, which of course is a good thing or should be. So this series is going to have both the good and I wouldn't even call it the bad. I would call it the, is this the right move to win a Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. So that's where I start with this. And let me go back to um, the year that Bridgewater got hurt. Dex, I'm sorry about this, mm-hmm. but Earmuffs, earmuffs, Declan, earmuffs. The first or second day of training camp when I arrived in Mankato back then, that was 2016, right? Um, I 
went to practice and I thought to myself, Sean Hill. Sean Hill, backup QB to Teddy, is like a mentor. He's like a quarterback's coach. But if push comes to shove and you have to throw him in, and I never thought, like, for a season because Teddy breaks his leg. But, you know, let's say I, I was I was saying, let's say Teddy gets hurt and misses three games at the time. Can Sean Hill play? And, of course, Teddy did get hurt. We saw Hill play, and he actually won the opener against the Titans. But then at his age at the time, he lands on the – injured list because, well, he was old, and that was why. Fast forward to now, and it's the reverse, but it's still sort of, the, it's still sort of in my opinion, comparable. Another season where this isn't like a feel-good team. Like, it's not like, boy, if the Vikings are good, it's going to be fun. So you got Kirk, and then you got guys be, behind him. And, and because there's so little expected of this team, if uh, Kellen Mond or Jake Browning has to play, it's going to be good experience. It's like, no, that's not what th- this year is about. Um, and let me be perfectly clear here, because I know where, where Phil, you might stop me and the fan base might too. Um, so I'll, I'll say this, Trevor Simeon and, and a guy like Sean Mannion are not the magical elixir and the fix. If Cousins gets hurt, you are in trouble. I get that. But they're guys who have taken professional snaps, like they played in NFL games. If you have to get by with them for a game or two, they are going to, and I say this without being a smart ass, they are going to know how to hand off to Dalvin Cook. Like, they're going to sort of know. They're, they're not professional race car drivers, like guys that you would want to drive the car, but they've driven the car before. So in a pinch, they're going to know what they're doing. Now, they're, just to wrap up the point here, because this is the key point to me. Fighting my urge to talk about Brainerd International Raceway right now, but continue. Oh, you know, like... Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. I'll stop for that. Okay. I mean, okay. you bring up race car drivers. Ahead, and yes, listen, sorry. Moto America is coming to the BIR racetrack next weekend. So July 30th through August 1st. And, I mean, we're talking 190 miles an hour of just adrenaline. Uh, and it's not just racing. What, wow. That was amazing. Thank you. Definitely good at, like, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, he's, he's very talented. Uh, so Moto America events are, are very family-friendly. We're talking kid zones, carnival games, stunt shows, vendors, uh, all the things that Judd loves to do as well. Uh, kids 12 and under get in free. So uh, if you're looking for ticket and camping information, also BIRMN.com, Brainerd International Raceway. Sorry, continue. Oh, no problem. So – the last point of this, and my concern is, in minicamp, Jake Browning appeared to be the backup. So, like, the depth chart appears to go Cousins, at least entering training camp. Cousins, Browning, and I would say probably Mond slash Stanley, but I think Mond is third. Mm-hmm. So, if Jake Browning has to play, he has been on the practice squad for two years. He has never taken a snap in a game. That concerns me. If, if he has to play. And remember, there's two things. One is, I know the Vikings can say, Kirk Cousins has started every game since 2015, aside from one when Mannion started, and we held him out because our playoff position was secure. So, I mean, come on. But I don't know that it's a wise idea in, again, a season on which the head coach's job probably rides, and heck, the starting quarterbacks might too. I don't know it's a wise idea to get haughty and be like, he won't get hurt. So if Browning has to start never taking the snap, more concerning to me in that I think it could be really detrimental is the fact that 
if Zim decides, and there's a good chance he might, I'm keeping two quarterbacks, Rick. I'm not keeping three. Active roster, two quarterbacks. Well, guess who you're not going to try and sneak through the practice squad because he'll be claimed in a heartbeat? Kellen Mond. So Kellen Mond's the backup. Okay, so let's say Kirk gets hurt or is COVID positive. And if we're right and he is not vaccinated, I do not say this as a political statement, he's going to be tested every day. The NFL is itching, itching to basically prove that guys should be vaxxed down to where there are now reports out that coaches are threatening fringe players. If you're not vaxxed, you're not going to make our team. Okay, so let's go down that path. Kellen Mond has to play. This could be your quarterback of the future. He's a third-round pick. Now, we don't know if it's going to work, but this is not some guy. This is not the Jake Brownings. Like, oh, we signed him, and if he fails, he fails. If you throw him in in week three because Kirk has, has uh, turned up COVID positive, and if he does, he's not. he can't play. He won't play. Um, is that a really good idea? So, anyway, this all gets back to, I just ask you the question, would you not like to have a backup who is not, you know, starting caliber material consistently, but would make more sense in a season like this to at least step in and handle a couple games. So I hear you. I hear the I hear the panic sort of trailing behind you. It's as very you small panic. Walk into the show it's today. Just a, it's just a thought, a, th- a, th- a thinker. And that you know, and, and and it's 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 definitely a it's a worthwhile question. Um, I would say a couple things. I think you are over dramatizing the difference between like Sean Mannion who's played NFL snaps and Jake Browning who hasn't I think you're I think you're overvaluing like Sean Mannion has played in NFL games so Jake Browning I just you know we don't talk a lot about Jake Browning cuz he's been a practice squad quarterback the last couple of years and he's you know he, I don't I think the odds would be very much against him based on where he was drafted uh, that he would be anything other than a clipboard holder in his career. Great. So there's, yeah. So, yeah. So there's really no like, there's not going to be a big Jake Browning, you know, we're not going to have Jake Browning watch practice updates or anything. Kellen Mond maybe because there's there's a little bit more upside there. But Jake Browning started 53 games in a Power Five conference at Washington from 2015 through 2018. So he's quite literally like the most experienced you could ever get coming out of college. Like, it's pretty hard to find guys who started 53 games in Power 5 conferences like the Pac-12. So, and then he has spent the last two years on the practice squad. He's gotten reps uh, on the scout team. You know, he's been part of two training camps. I believe he played in preseason games two years ago in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but like, to, I think to to frame it up, like if Jake Browning were to step foot on an NFL playing field, he would just piss down his leg and have no idea what mm-hmm. to do. Listen, like here's the other thing with the backup quarterbacks: if Kirk Cousins goes down, a the Vikings are screwed anyways. So a lot of this, like, most teams are screwed. But b if Kirk Cousins goes down, the backup quarterback's job for that week or for let's say it's a three week period, let's say Kirk tests positive for COVID or something, he's out for like three games which is a very plausible scenario, right? Or maybe his rookie left tackle misses an assignment and boom, like Kirk gets blindsided and he's out for whatever. Your job as a backup quarterback, the next game or the next three games is going to be throw 12 passes and hand off to Delvin Cook and Alex Madison 55 times. (laughs) So like the expectations for what a backup quarterback would have to do anyways, like the Vikings would say defense and running the ball are going to win the game. 
So I hear you. I just don't know. I guess my question back would be with such limited cap space, what were they supposed to do? Like if you had a, if you had the option of signing, let's say, Bashad Breeland for a couple million dollars, up maybe up to like whatever he can make with incentives, or a viable backup quarterback that might do nothing for you this year, I would rather, with that limited cap space, I would rather them roll the dice that Kirk's going to continue to be healthy than sign a backup quarterback and not have, you know, Sheldon Richardson or something. So, mm-hmm. although they do have cap space now, so like, they, 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 they did have cap space if they wanted to. And I'm not saying pay a backup a ton. I'm, I'm saying that there's guys out there who have played. And I would I would liken the difference between a Mannion or a Simeon and a Browning to this. Because, again, I'm not trying to imply that the two veterans are, like, going to step in and be great. So I'm not saying that. But where I would draw a, a, a comparison is Mannion and Simeon have driven stick shifts before. And they might be sort of rough at driving stick shifts, but they know how it works. I think the step from I started in college and I haven't really played in two years. I've been a practice squad guy to, oh, my God, I'm in the game, can cause screw-ups in the smallest of things that sufficient backup quarterbacks can do. I'm talking about handing off. I'm talking about um, um, screen passes. I'm not talking about like, oh, my God, he steps in and throws a bunch of great passes. So I'm just talking about running the offense. That's what I would like is, or that's what I think would be a wise move. Because, yeah, if if Kirk goes out, if Kirk breaks his leggings out for an extended period of time, it's over. Unless you're gonna, unless you have a way to go and get a quarterback like they did when Teddy got hurt. Because my Sean Hill piece back in 2016 was never intended to be like, well, if Teddy misses the whole season, Sean Hill. I was just saying for a short period of time, and that was because of Sean's age. In this case, it, it's the opposite because Sean at the time I think was what pushing 40. He was 30 something, and and was basically just an old man. And now you're going to a young kid, and I just would like somebody who sort of who knows how to operate the car professionally uh and i am talking about the nuances of the job Mm. and that's what and you know what there's a reason why um what what's the the family of quarterbacks who always got jobs for the last x amount of of years i I think he was with the The, texans the the mannings no 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 i want to say the mccown yeah the mccowns thank you i mean there's a reason why i thought they were all so there's a mccown there's a McNown, isn't? Are, are, is it? Is it the McCowns or the McNowns? Josh, you know Josh and Luke McCown, aren't they brothers? Yeah, yeah. I are they, they are. okay? But, yeah. okay. But, but the point. But the point is, they got they got jobs because of exactly what I'm talking about. That they would know in case of fire, they'd know where to go. Not uh, like, he, oh my god, the place on fire. Well, here's a list, just you know, in, in case because this could still be a thing. Like the Vikings could still sign a veteran backup quarterback. So I'm on uh, NFL Trade Rumors CO, I don't know if they couldn't afford the dot com. Um, and there's a bunch of names on here that just like there's Ryan Finley, there's Kevin Hogan, right? But in terms of guys that you would recognize and you've seen them play before, just give me a yes or no. If 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 you had a chance to sign this guy, and I'll give you like five of them or so. Sure. And this guy's the backup, so that you don't have to rush Kellen Mond and you don't have to put Jake Browning out there. I would. Ju- I'm fine with Browning. I mean, the guy started 53 games in college. He played against Alabama in a, I think, in a playoff game like four years ago. Like, just whatever. Like, if he's, if he's not, he's been on your practice squad for two years. He knows how to run your system. Just put him out there. Uh, Brett Hundley, 
28 years old, former Packers. He has taken a lot of snaps. I yeah. will give. I, I will Ask give Packer him fans that. How they feel about those I will snaps. give him that. Well, I'd rather have Browning. Nah, I'd rather have Hundley. Like, like not Hundley to start, would also like, have to learn your system, though. But keep in mind too, this is a this is a break the glass in case of emergency QB too. Just to be clear, so we're so we're not saying we prefer these guys in real life, but just in case of emergency, I would rather have Hundley than Browning, and I really don't want to rush Mon. My biggest thing is, if we're having this conversation about Mon next year, it's a problem. Like, something's gone wrong. Well, Now, I, 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 think, I think you need to be fair to his development. I mean, there's, there's another layer to this, too, which is you need to know how the car operates. And each car is different in the NFL. The car that Sean McVay is having his quarterbacks drive is different than the one that the Kubiaks drive, right? And you could go across the board. Yeah, Kubiak, so, Buick. So, <laughs> Buick. <laughs> you can drive a big Buick. <laughs> um, I just think the fact that this has been the same or similar offensive system with a few tweaks for like three years, and Jake Browning's been in all of those meetings, he's been in all of those practices, he knows the verbiage, he knows the routes and all those things. Uh, RG3 is available. I thought he was going to retire and hmm. go and become... well. He's re- going to retire because he's still available. Analyst. Um, I'd rather it's have not his him. decision. I would rather have RG3 than Hunley. And, and then Browning, for sure. I'll take Browning still. Declan? Yeah, mm. I, yeah I'm rolling the dice to Browning. I would roll the dice to Browning. It's fine. Oh, it's suck fine. Up. Matt Barkley? No. God, no. No, Browning. No. Browning. I'm I'll not saying Matt Barkley. Judd. I'll take Stella. Stella, the Stella, don't Buff. just strap a ball to her back. Don't yeah. don't sleep on Stella. Yeah, I don't. I don't sleep on Stella. She's got speed. Yes. She's got speed. And she can Lucid. hit the egg. Thirty-seven-year-old Matt Moore. Yes. Oh, yes. I Matt Moore. Actually, in a yes. That, that's exactly the type of guy 100%. I want. I take. I take Matt Moore. And you know what? Good in the room as well. Matt Moore he, beat the Vikings he, when yeah. Pat Mahomes was out. Two years and here's ago. what I like. And here's what I like about a guy like Matt Moore that that flat out Kirk is not going to give you. I think Matt Moore would help a guy like Kellen Mond. You don't think Kirk would? You really think Kirk's going to help Kellen Mond a lot? I don't think Kirk is going to. I don't think Kirk's going to spend a couple extra hours like. I don't think he's Kirk's, and I don't think Kirk's going to hurt Kellen Mond. Like I don't think he's actively going to poison his coffee, poison him. <laughs> but I, but I don't think he's going to help him. And I think a guy like Matt Moore. Would help him. I mean, Sean Sean Hill, when he was ready. here, helped Teddy, but the problem was he was the only other guy there. Yeah. So Matt, yeah, Matt Moore has thirty-two career NFL starts. Now twelve came in two thousand eleven with Miami when he was like the starting quarterback for most of the year. But I would, I, I'll give you that. I would take Matt Moore. Um, Kyle Sloter. No, 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 no. He doesn't do have mean? any. It's the greatest preseason quarterback There's in the NFL. Experience give that. him a shot, man. No. No, isn't isn't it kind of weird, though, that he's for as much as a large chunk of Vikings fans were just like, dude, this like not only should this guy be the main backup, but the minute that Kirk struggles like this dude should be in a game and every team in the NFL right. has thought differently. Right. I mean, every team well, has seen what they're done in the preseason. The fans are smarter. Well, I, I think there's some questions like why would why would he why is he so great in preseason games and yet has never gotten a shot barely even to be on an active roster? Right? He's just bounced around to practice. I think it tells you something about behind the scenes practice work ethic. I don't know. 
Um, and then I'll give you a couple more. Drew Stanton is 37 years old, still around. Long-time career yeah. backup. No, fact, I, I think that dude's been a backup for about 13, 14 years. I don't know if he started 10 games. That's what I was going to say. Up. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to no I'm, pro- I'm probably going to take a pass on that one. So I've got Matt Moore, RG3, more in that area. All right, Drew Stanton, just for fun here. He has started 17 career NFL games. Yeah, but the, okay. la- the last time he played in the game was in 2017 with the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So, Matt Moore, but- make the call. Rick, make the call. Get the hall. I'm only saying that this is something to keep an eye on in a season in which there are huge expectations. Again, if this was not that season, like if this was, uh, well, the Vikings are going to be competitive, but we don't know. I would not make this case. The only reason why I made the same case in 2016 is, again, that was a team coming off a playoff experience that we expect to be really good. Yeah. Uh, Boys, we love rankings on this show, don't we? We just... (laughs) Anytime there's any ranking of any kind, and to, on tomorrow's show, we've got a, a list of GM rankings from NBC Sports Edge. Where does Rick Spielman rank? You'll have to tune in tomorrow to find out. But this is from Bill Barnwell, ESPN.com, and he has ranked all 32 teams based on their offensive weaponry. So here are the parameters. This is only about 2021 performance, so they're not considering a player's contract status, cap hit, long-term prognosis. Who like what are the best weapons groups? Wide receiver, running back, okay. tight end okay. for a 17 game season in 2021. Wide receivers are weighted more heavily than running backs or tight ends. Mm-hmm. And not everybody who was considered gets mentioned. And so he doesn't list like every possible name. Uh he by by the way, he has the some people wonder like why are you why why are you guys so high on Deshaun Watson when that was still a conversation, you know, six months ago? He yep. went 4-12. and 12. Well, the Houston Texans are 32nd in weapons. I mean, they traded away one of the best wide receivers yeah. in the NFL. They don't have anything. there. It's a dumpster fire franchise. Like The Vikings have an infrastructure at least, right? Lions 31. Mm-hmm. Bears in the bottom five. They were like 20 or bottom six. They were like 26th. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Rams 10. Bills 9. Seahawks 8. Panthers 7. Chiefs 6. Vikings 5. They were ranked... 17th last year, and they jump up to 5th in Arsenal rankings. It's hard to think of a trade that looks more like a win-win for both sides after one season than the Stefan Diggs-Justin Jefferson swap. All Jefferson did was produce one of the most impressive seasons by a rookie receiver in league history. At this point, everyone's on the same page with Dalvin Cook. When he's healthy, he's right alongside Derrick Henry as the most fearsome back in all of football. Um, And they also mentioned Adam Thielen in here. Browns fourth, Titans third, Cowboys second, Buccaneers number one. Your thoughts on the Vikings having a top five group of weapons around Kirk Cousins? I think it's entirely accurate. Um, I'm surprised the Chiefs aren't higher, I guess, a little bit surprised by that. But anyway, yes, I, I think that this is why, and this goes back to my point, this is why expectations are and should be incredibly high. I, I mean, they replaced Stefan Diggs with a guy who stepped in and basically replaced Stefan Diggs, which you don't do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, th- think about the normal, like, Stefan Diggs forces a way out, and we'd like to introduce Devin Aromashu or mm-hmm. Michael Jenkins. You know, it's not, oh, my God, you just drafted. And by the way, with the last receiver drafted in the first round, you just got the best one. Um, 
Dalvin Cook continues to be a workhorse. He continues to be incredibly talented. The only reason why I, I think any of us questioned that contract was because of the position. But we have never said a word about, oh, man, he's not that good. No, he's that good. Mm-hmm. Thielen, very reliable. Um, he is great in that, in, in my opinion. He's great in that number two role to a Diggs or Jefferson. Um, I actually think now you've – how can I put this as nicely as possible? Because th- this guy's got a lot of fans in, in the state, and plus he just won't leave. Um, I actually think you've done a very nice job of replacing Rudolph – now with Irv Smith, where yeah, he was just a, he, was a, he had a had a blast at yeah. the three M Open. Dude, you play in New York now. You play in New York now. Go hang out in okay. Manhattan. Okay, real quick side street here. So I saw a bunch of pictures of Kyle Rudolph and and Josh Duhamel or Duhamel, uh, actor guy, right? Yep. Okay, isn't Josh X, right? Yes. Isn't Josh doing ads for like North Dakota's Visitors Bureau? That is correct. Yep. Yes. So why are we at, like he's not like, a Minnesotan? He's like we just, this, oh, he's like he's like in the region. He's like yeah. in Vikings territory, sort of. Right. No, he's, like he's this, from North Dakota. He's like this weird. Thanks, Larry David. What are we doing? Yeah. Why would you leave? Yeah, he's like this weird <laughs> transplant Minnesotan guy. I don't understand it. I don't because really he's a like Minnesota sports fan. He adopted our teams, and so like we adopted him because he's famous. Such it's a classic Minnesota. Man. It's like like Nick Swardson, Josh yeah. Duhamel. It's yeah. like. All right, let's find C-list celebrities and comedians and like prop them up. It's like, guys, let's. He's from North Dakota, for God's sake. But this okay? goes. This goes back to our need, and this this is has been true since I was a kid. The joke has been, and, and it's correct. And by the way, Sid took advantage of this a lot. If you like set foot in our airport, we claim your ass. You're, Lindsey Vaughn went skiing. I mean, in Tom Lehman moved to Arizona like in 1875, and we right. still claim him. So You're funny. right, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn moved when she was like a year and a half, but we claim her because she went to Bucket because <laughs> yeah. her parents. Slit her butt it's down true. Buck Hill one time. <laughs> I, you're exactly right. It's Anyways. a weird, but but anyway. So with Kyle now gone and any any let's say confusion as to who really is the top tight end is now removed. So Irv Smith, who I still contend I'm a huge fan of, um, I actually think that now with Tyler Cochran, it it's going to be a better mix and match. So yeah, skill position wise, I honestly think the Vikings' top flight skill position players are all incredibly legit. And so that's a high ranking, but I think it's probably accurate. Hey, kids, how's the water? It's full of weed. I can't move my legs. Uh, Your arms are free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wave them around. It's fun. you kidding me? This can't be happening. This is Jamie from the Aquaside Company. Clear your water completely. Destroy weeds, algae, and the muck that's preventing you from enjoying your waterfront property. We know your time in the water is precious. We're the Aquaside Company. Call 800-328-9350 or visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. I think all of this, all of this, like the top five skill position players ranking, um, it's just another thing to put under the file of no more excuses, right? Let's Correct. let's lean into to, to use a buzz phrase of the last couple of years. Let's let's lean into high expectations here, and if they fall short, we can all sort of reevaluate, figure out. All right, does, does someone need to go after the season? But you know. There's a pretty pretty strong consensus that the Vikings offense should be among the best if the play calling is right and if Kirk plays well again like he did, you know, after the 1 and 5 start, they've got the weapons. Um I have an offensive line nugget that I want to share with you in a second too, but we can't let another minute pass without 
talking about how comfortable we all are here in oh, our chill boys. God, I want to use on. another word. In fact, um, I feel right like now. comfortable is not quite the powerful word needed here when it comes to chill boys. I'm going to steal a phrase from our guy or a word from rea- from uh, not realistic Randy, uh, but uh, Randy in Cottage Grove. Snug. That's Snug. how I feel. All right. Chill Boys are a Minnesota-based company, and they have been providing us the last month or so with the most comfortable boxers and boxer briefs, bamboo fabric mm-hmm. that you'll ever put on in your life. Uh, and I know we've we've gotten some reports that there are a bunch of you guys. Don't be shy, Purple Daily listeners. We see you putting that Purple Daily recommendation uh, when it says, "How would you hear about Chill Boys?" Definitely keep entering Purple Daily in there because they keep sending us screenshots. Like, holy crap! Purple Daily listeners love Chill Boys. Chillboys.com, where they are passionate about one thing, your comfort. Can I give a, a Chill Boys testimonial from last night? Quickly, oh, yes. God. How can I talk quickly about Chill Boys when the comfort <laughs> is so high? Uh, so I've got this pair of mesh shorts that I've talked about before, but I really enjoy them, and I wear them quite a bit to the point of where last night I'm like, i got to wash the mesh shorts. What? For the first time? <laughs> No, for the first time in like two weeks, though, because oh I just God, wear them around the house. So I, wear them, I wear them around the house. Dude, I don't wear them to work. That is so gross. <laughs> anyway, let me continue with my testimonial because Chill Boys is the real winner in this case. So are while they- my mesh shorts are in the, the washer, I've got the Chill Boys on. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need shorts to walk around the house. No, I've got the Chill Boys. It's great. So Chill Boys, I keep saying this though because they come. They, not only is there huge comfort, but they also they also they give you comfort, but they also give you almost what shorts do. And so you you don't have to worry about flopping. You don't you don't have to worry about about accidentally showing too much. Chill boys. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Right. Chill boys. Listen, you two. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, there's a lot of guys like me who I think we call ourselves a little bit on the lazy side at times. And chill boys, when you're washing the shorts, provide you what's a short. We're gonna okay. we're gonna roll graphic <laughs> random fucking of the week. No oh, flopping. Come on, you guys know what flopping is. We need Come on, you guys know what flopping is. Flopping hey, right out. Before uh <laughs> Before random Viking of the week, I do want to share this nugget here. Um, boy, nugget might not have been the right word there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new problem. Yes. I think people <laughs> people act like with the Vikings offensive line, all right, the pass protection clearly has not been very good the last few years, all right? But I think people mistakenly act like every pass play comes with, like, a barrage of pressure and, like, literally every time Kirk drops back. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I look back at that team pass block win rate stat that we brought up on yesterday's show from ESPN.com. So the Vikings were 18th as an offensive line, 18th out of 32 in pass block win rate. They provided a fully clean pocket 56% of the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The best, uh, the Packers were the best team at like 68% or something like that. So fully clean pocket more than half the time. They don't have data on like partially clean pocket, but you know what? Partially clean pocket, you got to make it work sometimes. So I just want to squash this notion that like like the Vikings have a top five skill position group and their offensive line, even last year, as bad as it was, was still giving a clean pocket about half the time. So let's not overstate like the obstacles that are in the way of 
scoring touchdowns late in games and right. I just not to make this all about Kirk, but they've got well, enough here. They got enough here in 2021. Make it happen. Yeah, and if the if the new left guard and the guy that snaps the ball to Kirk can provide protection, again that comes back to the whole no excuses thing. But I will say this on Bradbury, there are now no excuses too. If he can't pass protect now, it's just done. Yep. Like this is year what three, mm-hmm. right? So like this is to a point where that's the great thing about this. It's across the board. So this is no like one Kirk thing. The no excuses thing is everybody including the front office and the coaching staff. Yep. All right, boys. No excuses for you guys here. You compete against each other. You get three wrong guesses each. It's the random Viking of the week. Are you ready for mm-hmm. your first clue? I'm just going to I'm just going to go clue by clue. You're free to ask yes or no questions. I'm free to reject. I'm I'm free to not answer. It's a free country. All right? Okay. All right, this random Viking of the week hails from Atlanta, Georgia. He celebrates a birthday tomorrow, actually. Happy birthday to this random Viking of the week. His best two seasons in college, he combined over those two seasons for over 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns. Herschel Walker. Okay. He was undrafted. Is he a running back? No. <laughs> like how Phil thought about that and almost rejected. <laughs> I'll decide when the clues get thrown out. Alright. Alright, he once averaged twenty-one yards per reception. In a season. He's from, just to go back on the clues, since I'm not chatting them down, he's from Atlanta? Yes. I think Judd's got it. I'll give you one more clue here if you want, though. Yeah, I'm not. Do you think you have it? No, 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 no. I'm trying to put the clues together. The Vikings were the only NFL team he played for. He's undrafted. His head coach in college yeah. was also on the Vikings coaching staff when he then played for the Vikings. Have you given his college yet? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Oh, I will I'm... say that his college was also in the state of Georgia. Okay, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take a second shot at this. It's just this is a, just a complete guess. Kelly Campbell. Boom! There it is. Legendary number three wide receiver during the Mike Tice era. It, it is Campbell. what it is. It is what it is. Kelly Campbell. Who coached oh, him? Man. George O'Leary. Oh God! Jo- uh, Georgia Tech. Georgia. After Tech. he got was that after the whole Notre Dame kerfuffle where he. Uh, Yes. Where he so he fucked on the resume. resume from Central yeah. Florida, right? Yes. And so George O'Leary was the Georgia Tech coach. All right. And uh, Kelly Campbell in his uh, second year at Georgia Tech went for over a thousand yards. That was more mo- mostly a run centric and still is program there. And then George O'Leary was the defensive coordinator for the Vikings for a minute in like yeah, Ticey, 2003, Ticey I want to say. Yep. 
So there is right, Kelly, Kelly Campbell's appearance on Random Viking of the Week, powered by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated has been helping business owners for over 100 years. They've also been helping Big Brothers Big Sisters raise $41 million since 2005 as part of the Federated Challenge, thanks to partners like SIT Investment Associates, the, the Lynx and the Timberwolves, Holborn Corporation. Uh, you can find out about all the great work Big Brothers Big Sisters does at Big Brothers Big Sisters. Dot org. All right. Uh, for our next episode, Judd just talks about chill boys and floppage for 30 minutes. You don't want to look. You'll want to tune in. Look, for that. I, I'll, do the, I'll do the next read for chill boys next week. I, I think I think you have bogarted the mic on and, and provided so much information on chill boys this week. But you know what? Because that's what sells. That's great. what moves product. We want we want guys like me who are who are who like to be comfortable and lazy to know that it's okay to be that way. All right, I'm going to steal one from Levitard show here. Put it on the poll. Does Put, Judd Zolgad move product seriously. for chill boys talking about floppage? Put old people, you got to get to the old people. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow for a little four-question Friday, Purple Daily. Bye.